2: I'm Jason Horton.
1: I'm Rebecca Lieb.
2: And this is Ghost Town.
3: Diaz and Hassenkopf is behind one of the most bizarre and infamous murder cases in Albuquerque. In 1999, he killed his estranged wife, Gurley. To this day, her body has not been found. Now, decades later, he's asking that his plea and life sentence be thrown out.
4: At 8 a.m. on September 10, 1999, Gurley Chu Hassenkoft failed to show up at the bank where she worked as a teller. Her co-workers immediately became concerned about her welfare and reported her missing only 10 minutes later. Investigators searched Gurley's apartment and discovered evidence of a violent struggle, including pools of blood that someone attempted to clean up with bleach. Testing later determined that the blood in the apartment was from Girlie, her estranged husband, and a third unidentified source. Today, we're talking about the disappearance of Girlie Chu Hossenkoft and the absolute, absolute insanity that surrounds her disappearance and murder. Honestly, this episode has it all. Girly Chu Hasenkoft was born on August 27, 1963, in Malaysia. She would periodically come to the U.S. to visit, and on one such visit in the early 1990s, she met a doctor. Diazian, hopefully someone can correct me on that, it is not a name I've seen very often, Hassenkoft at SeaWorld. They began to talk, then they kind of struck up a friendship, writing letters to each other, and eventually, Gurley moved to the U.S. and married him in 1992. Dazian, let's call him Dazian, and Gurley were married in 1993 and settled in Albuquerque, New Mexico. You know, seemingly a nice modern love story. In January 1999, Gurley moved out of the couple's home and filed for divorce after a domestic violence incident where Dazian had smashed her car's windshield not once but twice, threatened to kill her as well. She knew that he had been unfaithful previously, but she wasn't sure what he was capable of. Gurley also made contact with an FBI agent who was surveying her, which opened up the floodgates to a whole bunch of information that she had no idea about. She was scared. She was paranoid. She began taking karate lessons for self-defense. Gurley told her coworker that if anything happened to her, anything at all, to immediately contact authorities and ask them to investigate Diazian. He was not the person she thought he was. So who was Diazian Hassenkoft? Sure, he may have been a normal, mild-mannered husband, an Albuquerque doctor, but he wasn't that really. He was born Armand Chavez in Houston, Texas, on March 5th, 1965. He falsely claimed that he was a thoracic surgeon with degrees from the University of Tokyo and Cornell Medical College, but he had falsified his transcripts and was expelled from medical school. After that, he changed his name to Diazian Hassenkoft for whatever reason, and that's when he met Gurley Chu. But there is more. Diazian claimed to be a medical doctor, something Gurley believed up until their separation, But he also said he was a CIA agent. He also claimed to have beat leukemia. And during my research, there were times where he said he had leukemia. He had 10 months to live. He had beaten leukemia. But he made most of his money selling cancer patients vitamin B6, but telling them it was a cure to their cancer. Even more outrageously, Dazian claimed he was 2,000 years old and had invented a youth serum that stopped him from aging entirely. The FBI became aware of Diazian back in 1995 when he attempted to purchase a bioreactor from a Philadelphia, Pennsylvania company, saying he was conducting cell growth experiments. The company refused to sell the device to him due to its potential uses, and of course, a little wary that just a man who was privately practicing wanted to buy a bioreactor, contacted the FBI. At that point, Diazian was under surveillance but was not arrested. A year later, a woman in Canada gave birth to Diazian's son, Dimitri. Shortly afterwards, Diazian brought Dimitri to New Mexico and told Girlie he was a Mexican orphan and they were adopting him. She didn't learn that Dimitri was her husband's biological son until 1999. I mean, at this point you must be wondering a lot of things if you are a girly. She was likely not having a good time in the relationship. She was likely trying to plan her escape at this point. Diazian was cited in a 1998 domestic violence incident after choking and threatening to kill girly. She told authorities that she had confronted his previous girlfriend about what I would assume was a bunch of very shady shit, and when Diazian found out, he flipped out. So in January 1999, girly was absolutely done. She files for divorce and moves out. During this time though, Diazian was not just sitting, hanging out, chilling out. He was busy. He was at this point engaged to three different women while still being technically married to Girlie. One of these women was named Linda Henning, who literally looks like the opposite of Girlie in every way she will factor into this. But that is not all. Diazian was also busy placing his son Dimitri up for adoption with a nearby couple. Investigators believe that Diazian wanted his wife to drop any custodial or property rights. And realistically, he was in the beginning stages of plotting her murder. So who is Linda Henning? She was Diazian's new girlfriend and was born on October 10th, 1953 in Hollywood, California. After high school, she worked as a fashion model and later became a successful designer. When Diazian and Henning met in 1999. She was engaged, but quickly broke up with her fiance and became re-engaged, if that's a word, to Diazian. So you might ask, what did these two have in common? Oh, they both shared a very strong interest in government conspiracy theories and UFO research. And on that note, let's take a break.
1: Hi everybody, this is Lisa and I'm Lindsay and
3: we are identical twins who love to travel but we are also completely obsessed with ghosts. That's right, so each week we're going to bring you a new location including the scary history of the place uh, along with some ghost stories that are experienced at each location that you have access to go to and our travel reviews. So if you want to go on your own haunted travels or just live vicariously through us on our podcast, please come join us each week. Yeah, new episodes of Your Haunted Holiday are updated every Sunday, and you are sure to get a few laughs from our misadventures and fleeing from hotels at night, as well as learn a bit of history, and definitely you're going to get a little bit of a scare. Your Haunted Holiday is available anywhere you stream your favorite podcasts, or come find us at yourhauntedholiday.com.
2: Hi, hello, how are you? Hello. Are you well? Are you? We're checking in. Yeah. You look great. Did you wash your face? You look taller. <laughs> Unless you don't want to be taller. you're shorter. Does anyone want, to? I mean, maybe, I don't know.
4: I've, I mean, sure, I think maybe people want to be taller or shorter.
2: Yeah. I it mean, goes I both ways. For Maybe. those who have never met me, I'm six three, so it's pretty <laughs> That's great. That's
4: Right, verified.
2: For those, I've always that, seen you. Tell. For those who have met me, I'm five nine and a two hundredth of a th- seven hundredth. Mm. I, I really, I got some
4: real dating take, profile shit. Take,
2: take what I can get. <laughs> we want to say hello to everyone who's listening, all of the patrons, thank you, and to our we have. There's no conspiracy government conspiracies here we have our mayors mayorials, joshua lambert hello ashley Matson. hello ben forsyth hi and our newest yeah you know just getting her sea legs mm-hmm. i guess <laughs> sure it's a ship you, if you want is, it to be this is a
4: ship it's, it's like, anything it, you want is it to good be
2: good ship dara rosenswig i've been Practicing it. Or Dara Rosenzweig. hmm Or Dara.
4: She hasn't spoken up and corrected us yet. Not yet. She, she will.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it takes it takes a, a little. And if we learned anything from our governor, mm-hmm. Avi Noble, mm-hmm. it took you know it, it took me butchering her name. Or saying both names it takes time. ten times. It takes time. Bonus episodes, early access with no ads or chit chat, patreon.com slash ghost town pod. Mm-hmm. We had some, I guess, exciting news. We were mentioned in Vulture.
4: Yes, we were.
2: This week in True Crime. Pretty fun. Since we started, we're like, oh, we want to get and We don't know what it means, but we, was like, we need to be in Vulture.
4: <laughs> yeah, we need to be in Vulture, and our dreams have been realized.
2: So we want to thank Vulture for that.
4: Yeah, that was cool. That was fun. It's, very fun. Uh, we were in very good company, too, with yeah, some other really cool. great True Crime yeah. podcasts. Yeah. I was very excited.
2: But the real test, you know, the real test is... What? It's a little Apple Podcast reviews. Ooh, okay. Strap in for this one. Uh, Mm -hmm. This will be a true roller coaster. This is what I need. Interesting subject, poor execution, one star. Mm. Don't mind the commercials and random boring banter, but the Mm. execution is just really bad, which is a shame. Mm. It's probably by design, but it's always the male host attempting to do the storytelling and the other host playing the dumb role... Making mindless reactions or randomly repetitive whiny noises.
4: Hmm. There we
2: go. I love them. I laugh every time we do that. Oh. Worse than a solo show.
4: Jesus Christ.
2: Gave it a shot at more recent episodes after listening to the LA History Podcast. Thank you, LA History Podcast. There's a, it was for about my book, which I yeah. don't want to talk about right now because this person will hear it and be like, the book is bad too. <laughs> Failed to see much improvement. Damn. But why is it a shame if the information, it's not like, I mean, yeah, we do talk about some eclectic things, you know, especially even this episode is due right now is like, this is pretty, this yeah. is pretty wild. But also is it, is it really a shame if you don't like us, what we say, how we say it, who we are, and it's not like we are the only ones with these FBI files or anything like that. So why is it a shame?
4: Yeah. <laughs> well- yeah. Man. And also,
2: it's mostly, I mean, especially lately, especially for these Wednesday episodes, it's you.
4: Yeah, I know. That's that's what offends me most, where I'm like, you know, I talk a lot on this I, podcast.
2: <laughs> I do a lot I, of I talking. Think, I'm going to say this, and this is just me. And plus, th- hey, thank you for mm-hmm. listening and giving it a shot, and thanks for the review. By them, because we do mention a lot that, like, hey, the early episodes are a little bit different, and then mm-hmm. later. And I, I feel like there's a a little bit of this is really tearing it apart. On purpose, mm. and make sure to fit everything in there.
4: Mm. But
2: I'm not surprised that somebody listens to this and be like, "Hey, like, I don't like this." That's not, yeah, that's yeah, not the no, problem. But th-
4: that's to be expected.
2: I, I really, I feel like, like statistically, some of these things are inac- Just statistically, are inaccurate mm-hmm. because I'm the one. You know, we both do it, and I'm the one who edits them. Yeah. Why all this off-topic rambling? One star. <laughs> came here to listen to a specific topic. Started out well. Oh, mm. with a good story and more was promised, was instead subjected to endless ramblings about complete nonsense by three people <laughs> who kept talking about their YouTube channels, plural, and God knows what, not listening again. That was from Anajli 1985 from Germany. And the last one was from summer 2018 BX in the United States at America. So right wow. there. And in fairness, I have mentioned my YouTube channel and that, at the high end probably takes up thirty annoying seconds. Mm-hmm. To say that, to say there's three of us, what, three of us which are. Which one do you
4: think is is the two? Are you the two, or am I? Or is I it know. like it's like? Am I doing the main episode and you start talking during the break, and, and then think at it's the somebody end, somebody else? They yeah. think it's
2: someone else entirely. So I think this is categorically inaccurate. Yes, in many ways, and there it does. I mean, it does, it, well, to us, it's on topic. If mm-hmm. we're, to, if, if it's how we found it or how it relates to us, if you find that off topic, that's yeah. on you. If it's in the middle, yes, it will be off topic.
4: For sure. Also, again, a lot of podcasts that I know of who are very successful go very far off topic. So you are, no, but lucky.
2: So for some reason, those get a pass. I, <laughs> okay. It's weird. It's if people align with the politics it's okay mm-hmm. and if you're a, kind of a bigger more celebrity podcast mm. for some reason it's just fine but if you're not either of those
4: we have to stick very very much to the script
2: love the show five stars yay really don't understand the hate in some of the reviews oh there you go i
4: like how everyone who loves it is just like i don't get it it's like they're not our people you're our people
2: this is a fantastic show. Binging it got me through quarantine in twenty twenty. Love Hell the hosts. Yeah. I especially miss Rebecca's dating stories. Me
4: too. My
2: only complaint is the mispronunciation. Uh, my only complaint is the mispronunciation of Hungarian names. But oh, I honestly no. think that is more about me than them. Ha ha! Give it a listen. You won't be disappointed. Or if you listen to the other people, you will be disappointed. Or if you know all these things going in, you won't be disappointed. You're going to get exactly what mm-hmm. you think you're going to get. Yeah. Okay, I mean, how about you, third person? What do you think? <laughs> I think Jason's so hot. Oh, come Whoa. on! This is why we don't have you yeah, on come. here. He's way taller than five nine and two hundred seven hundredths.
4: Point taken. Wow. Okay. Well, specific enough. I will say though, one of our government agents, government entities, reached out to me on Instagram and was like, "Why don't you do?" tarot reads. You used to offer tarot reads all the time. And so I want to bring it back for listeners. DM me or DM ghost town pod. You know, show a little love, write a positive review. I'll leave you a tarot read. I, I can talk about dating stories if you want. I don't have to do that. I can sigh or squeal. But I want to offer that up. We've been going through these these Apple Podcasts, these reviews. So if you write a review, let us know and I'll do a tarot read for you. Good or bad.
2: Yeah, it's got to be at least zero stars though. Don't, no negative stars.
4: Don't go into the algorithm. Don't go into the mechanics of Apple Podcasts and change it so you can make a negative star review. That's rude. It's rude. So we are back. It is September 10th, 1999. Authorities are searching Girly Chew's apartment they found signs of a struggle. Along Highway 60, they also discover a blood-spattered pink and orange shorts, green and white blouse, and green underwear wrapped in a blood-stained gray tarp along with some duct tape with a strand of, guess who, Linda Henning's hair attached. Girlie's purse had been discarded on a nearby street. Diazian, not suspiciously at all, le- leaves Albuquerque on September 10th and travels to South Carolina, where he is apprehended Several weeks later, he's initially charged with placing threatening phone calls to three people in New Mexico, not even for what is happening with his wife. Diazian in custody, police turn their sights on Henning. Following the search of Gurley Chu's apartment, police have questioned Henning, who appeared as a personal reference for Diazian. In her interview, she claimed that she believed that Diazian was an accomplished doctor and that she had no knowledge of Girly Chu's Hassenkoff's disappearance. Later, she said she didn't even know Diazian's missing wife, but Linda had banked at the branch where Gurley worked, and Gurley had been Linda's teller on at least one occasion. In a search of Henning's home, investigators recovered a ninja sword in her attic, which was purchased on the morning of Gurley's murder. This is kind of all they needed, and Linda Henning was charged with perjury for lying to the grand jury in October 1999. All the while, Henning's friends and family are shocked by this. They insist that she'd been drugged or brainwashed by Diazian as her behavior was completely changed after they started dating. Before her involvement with Diazian, Linda had never been in trouble with the law, nothing normal. In November of 1999, both Henning and Diazian were indicted for Gurley's murder. According to friends and authorities, Linda still believed that Diazian's false claims were true and attempted up until the very end to convince her friends that he was an established scientist. Dazian pleaded guilty to his role in Gurley's homicide in January 2002 and avoided the death penalty. He was sentenced to life plus 61 years in prison. Henning was tried also in 2002 and pleaded not guilty to charges of first-degree murder. At her trial, Dazian confessed that he was a reptilian shapeshifter and capable of being in several places at one time. He also implied that they did not find Gurley Chu's body because it had been cannibalized. Deasian said that he allowed his friend, a militia member named William Bill Miller, to murder Gurley for practice before the climax with the alien New World Order. Because of the blood evidence in Gurley's apartment, authorities believe Henning may have injured herself during a struggle with Gurley or Gurley injured her prior to Gurley's presumed homicide. Deazian claimed that he had stopped at his estranged wife's apartment at a prearranged time on September 9th and attempted to clean the blood and additional evidence left at the scene. Dazian said he returned to his home and located a refrigerated vial of an unidentified woman's blood. He occasionally obtained blood samples from others under the guise of scientific research. Dazian claimed that the vial broke before he could pour it inside Gurley's apartment to throw investigators off track. He said he used a sample of Henning's blood in its place and diluted it with bleach in an attempt to impede DNA testing. Okay, sure. Fine. Diazian maintained that Henning was not involved in Gurley's murder. He pushed Miller as the sole attacker. Henning was found guilty of murder, kidnapping, conspiracy, perjury, and evidence tampering, but was acquitted of 10 other charges. She was sentenced to 73 years in prison, where she is today. Bill Miller, again, accessory, accomplice, who knows, was only charged with evidence tampering. He pleaded guilty and was sentenced to 10 months probation. Diazian Hassenkopf himself... Never revealed the location of Gurley's remains, but authorities believe Gurley's body is probably within the Sakuro County, which is close to Albuquerque, possibly along the U.S. 60. I hope so. I mean, I hope it was not cannibalized or anything. You know, this is a really tragic, tragic case and honestly reminds me a lot of, like, if you've watched The Vow, some Keith Raniere shit.
2: It really amazes me how one person can do so much and get away with so much with so many people. Mm -hmm. I guess maybe my lack of confidence where I don't think I could get many people to go along with something. And I guess maybe if you are surrounded with the right people, Mm -hmm. which I'm sure if you are, you know, if you have the the psychological profile of this person, they know how to find other people. And we all, we find our people one way or another. And when he got his biological kid from the mother, and just, just just handed it over, I don't know what the circumstances were, and then tried to pass it off as an orphan, I think. And and again, this is going to be very. I'm going to say something very broad strokes, but that thing where you're like, "I am a doctor,"
4: mm-hmm.
2: when you hear that. And who's going to second? Because he probably is probably an intelligent person in some way. Went to medical school, so at Mm -hmm. least he's not somebody who's just like let me look it up on Wikipedia and and see what being a doctor is about. Maybe for some reason that's enough to open the door to believe many other things. And Mm -hmm. again, that's a huge broad strokes. I'm not trying to you know diminish people's ability to be reasonable and and their believability of things but you know sometimes you hear somebody's like oh yeah i'm a doctor and it's like being a doctor or being you know i want to grow up and be a doctor i want to grow up and be president or a lawyer or a scientist you know it's it's these things that you know are always put up if you're if you say you're that and it's believable and it's like well i mean they're a doctor i mean how, how can i say no to what they're saying I mean I would love to hear the I mean I say I love I would I would I'm very curious to hear that this guy's life before this at my you know, be surprised if it's not a, a documentary or something like that. It's just a very interesting – because it has the, yeah. the idea of scamming. Yeah. And, and hoax and, and, and conspiracy it has checks off all the boxes, as we yeah. say.
4: And you wonder if this guy or where it broke, like is he an evil mastermind con artist person or is he a conspiracy theorist kind of wrapped up in trying to game the system kind of a thing. He also like, it's hard for me to imagine this stuff with people who have like Henning herself, like people around her who seem normal and like she has a, you know, a healthy family life and social life. And like what makes this person so compelling to leave your other life behind. I mean, same thing, you know, with Girly Chew, where it's like, oh, you know, it it takes a lot to change your life to have one person this like one axis in which your whole life is changing, and the promises that they make and the person that they are to be so convinced, you know,
2: he was engaged to three people while still married. So yeah, he had the ability to make things happen. And what I wonder is what is the what would be the end goal to all this? Yeah. Because it didn't seem to ha- be like, well, I need to, I need to murder her because she knows this. C-. It just seemed and it, 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 would there be more people? Mm-hmm. Would there be more people willing to do more for him? Yeah. Is it, would it become a cult? Would, wh- like, you know, and if you believe in a lot of c- government conspiracy things, like, what is the end result? And I'm really curious to what that end result is. Might be, it seemed to get away with a, a surprising amount, but maybe, I don't know, I'm always surprised at what people get Truly. away with for so long. Truly. But when you change your name and you say you're a doctor,
4: mm-hmm.
2: I mean, I, I really, I'm really, really reducing this a lot. But I feel like that's oh, okay, well, well, yeah, that's well, we're okay. socialized
4: to believe these titles and not need you know anything, any added information, any extra information, any credentials, really, even. And this guy, he does look very like Keith Raniere type, where it's like intense. Authoritative, you know, like I don't, like I don't know. Sure,
2: and then you know, changed his name to a very interesting name, Bizarro. Maybe, yeah, it's a bizarre name. It's like all those things I think are created to confuse people or to you know have a certain like aura around you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's-
4: yeah, it's like again. I hope I'm saying this. Diazian never heard that name before. Hassenkoff, like a Northern European, like German, like where's that?
2: But his, his his birth name was he Chavez.
4: Yeah, his birth name was Armand Chavez.
2: Which is a great Chavez.
4: name. Yeah, again, <laughs> it, it yeah, it's very sexy and compelling already. What do you need? It would make
2: it easier for you for this episode. If exactly, your name was that the whole time?
4: That's for sure. I think
2: the opposite <laughs> would be is telling people that you have a podcast. <laughs>
0: download the free angie mobile app today or visit angie.com that's a-n-g-i.com
1: america we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights life liberty and the pursuit of happiness at grand canyon university we believe in equal opportunity and the american dream starts with purpose